mortgages can be a dry subject. So here's your oasis in the desert. It's the podcast that will get you talking and thinking, or more likely drinking. The Lennon to his McCartney, the Bird to his Ernie. It's the one and only Mortgage Stew and his sidekick Martin at the LM Experience. Hi there, welcome to the LM Experience, your local podcast for local people all around the subjects of mortgage. International, okay. Let's think big. Yes, okay. International. Intercontinental. Um, podcast for mortgages and property. I'm Stuart Gregory, and along with me today, as always, I have Mr. Martin Stewart. Good morning, Martin. Hello, Stuart. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yourself? You enjoy- yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. You enjoying the football? Yeah. we get that in early? To be honest, yeah. It's kind of, um, it's not affecting productivity. No, that's true. That's true. To be honest. Yeah. So. I've not heard from uh, Seb Ryman today. He's been a bit quiet. Have you yeah, had any text messages probably, from him? No, nothing. He's probably he's probably in the toilets of a beer keller crying, I would imagine. But anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah so let's crack on then. This is episode... Episode 12. Episode 12. We have Nicola Firth from Knowledge Bank. Good, good morning, morning, Nicola. Good morning, good Nicola. Morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Are you? Yeah, fine, thank you. Fine, thank you. Excellent. Thanks for coming in today. Um, the, the real sort of thing that we want to kind of be able to give listeners really is an idea of what Knowledge Bank is about. And yep. also, if we could start as well by having a bit of a chat about what you've done so far in your career and how you've got to the point of where you launched Knowledge Bank, if you can. Yes, definitely. Well, my career um, is as a broker. So I've been a broker in the industry for many years, um, the good times and the bad times. Mm. So it's so a pre-credit crunch. So I know what that landscape looked like and everything on that went in between. Um I saw the way that the industry had changed because it was all about product mm-hmm. um, and then the landscape changed completely to being about criteria. But I'd seen that the product sourcing systems had not kept pace with that mm-hmm. and, and as a broker spending more and more time trying to find criteria, ringing lenders, ringing BDMs, help desks, keeping spreadsheets up to date and I thought, you know what, there has to be a better way than this, mm-hmm. there has to be. Yeah. Um, and that's where the idea for Knowledge Bank came from. Mm-hmm. When, when, was, when was this, um, Nicola? The original it was, it was May 2015 when right. the light bulb moment mm. hit, um, and we've been working on it. You know, looking at different sort of ways to do it, and mm-hmm. what would the, be the best way, um, the best way of bringing it all together. Um, but that idea of one central place for criteria um, that lenders can keep up to date themselves, um, all the questions are standardised. So trying to bring some, you know, standardisation into the industry around it's criteria. It's funny, isn't it? Because you would think that that some, it's the most simplest ideas are the best ideas, and you sit in there and you think, how can we have had a career? for 20 years and no one's thought of that absolutely yeah. you know if, if I get asked one question the, the question I get asked is why has nobody done this before mm. <laughs> and and I have to say if, if anything was going to put me off originally that would have been it you know yeah. I, I googled the life out of it thinking there must be a system for brokers where all the criteria of every lender is in one fully searchable place mm-hmm. and there just wasn't so I thought okay well do you know what let's do it Let's where, do where, where do you start with them? What's the first thing that you do? You've got the name, but you know how do you build that? Because that's a very detailed database, yes. and it's always a movable feast. Because by the time you've written it, something would have changed. So yeah. how do you even start a big project like that? Absolutely, and and that was that was the biggest challenge. Thinking, okay, where do we start? So we thought, okay, the most sensible place to start is looking at all the published criteria, the criteria that's already out there on the websites, lending guides, and how do we bring that together? Mm-hmm. Um, then we wanted to see, okay, well, what about the rest of the questions? Because in each criteria category. We've got residential, buy to let, equity release, second charges, um, self build. You know, we we wanted to see. Okay, right. What are the specific questions that people want to know? And we we obviously got engaged with lenders to uh, to find out those answers. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's one of those things, a lot of the answers, um, when, when we're going through them, sometimes the answer from the lender is a no. You know, it's, it's no, we don't do that, which is fine, but it's not on the website. So it's a lot of work for the broker to get to that answer. Mm. Um, so we targeted the, the negatives next and, and we just built it from there, really. Okay. So w- what sort of reaction did you get initially from the, the, like the initial tranche of lenders that you approached on this basis? Was it was it good or indifferent or It was supportive? good. I, I think the biggest challenge for us was that lenders wanted brokers on there and brokers mm. wanted lenders. Mm. So we had to, you know, you got to run it both equally as hard to try yeah. and do that. But lenders were really, really supportive. And, um, you know, a lot of people said to us, oh, lenders will not want to tell you all of their criteria. And mm. we've not found that is a problem at all. Not at all. That's that's not been a barrier to getting that done. It's an interesting point, isn't it? Because it, can be, it can be a double-edged sword, can't it? Yeah. Because they could, they'd be thinking, well, we can win some business off yeah. a competitor. But then conversely, we might be losing some business. Yeah. So it's a pretty fine balancing act from from their point of view. And also historically, you know, lenders don't like change or no. innovation, I could argue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it. And, and I think, to be fair, that the business that they would potentially lose, arguably, would be the business they didn't want anyway. What Knowledge Bank does for lenders is provide them with a platform to showcase their USPs, whereas product sourcing has never done any favours to the specialist lenders because, of course, the, the, the rates, the price, um, yeah. rate for risk. So they don't come out on top, whereas if a broker has a case and that's where it fits, they will come to the top of the criteria search. So in, in that respect, it's it's uh, it's been a really a really well received by lenders. Yeah. So I think as well, it's one of those things when you look at different sourcing systems for mortgages as well, the level of, I mean, I've used both of the, the two, let's call them the most long established versions that people tend to use as brokers. Um, and the differences between the level of detail that those platforms have obviously kind of highlights sometimes in the past where there's been some form of disconnect between the lenders and those providers in terms of how often yeah. it's updated and that sort of thing. Um, have you found that the different approach to putting Knowledge Bank forward has helped with lenders being more more proactive in that respect? Definitely, definitely. Until Knowledge Bank, there'd not been a platform for lenders to, to do this, um, other than their own websites, mm-hmm. of course. So yes, I think absolutely. Um, the lenders have been very keen to, to you know interact with us because they can see the benefits. And the feedback that we've had from lenders has been absolutely fantastic. We've had lenders, um, that have, especially the, the lenders that don't compete on rate, they have fed back to us that they've actually had um, more business inquiries and better quality inquiries as well. Mm-hmm. So rather than random calls saying, I don't suppose you do this, that and the other, they've saying, they're actually saying to the lender now, we've seen it on Knowledge Bank. Can we talk to you about say, this so there, is, there is an audit trail that they can definitely trace it back yeah, to, to Knowledge Bank yeah. rather than a broker just, you know, did yeah. his job properly for the first time ever. You, you, there is definite evidence anecdotally that that's, that's improved standards. Yeah. We've had that from quite a few lenders that have, have um, completed all their criteria on there and they, they've said, you know, it's been a massively positive thing for them because they've had more inquiries and better quality inquiries as well. What about, so conversely, what about the broker? Nicola, what's the feedback been like? What 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 are you hearing from the guys at the coalface? The, the feedback from brokers has been brilliant. We we are just every day we get we get some great feedback from brokers. Um, people saying I don't know how I've done without this before. Um, once they start using it, they don't want to give it up because nobody wants to go back to the old way. You know, mm-hmm. you're there with Knowledge Bank. You've got the answers at your fingertips. You know, we've got nearly sixty thousand pieces of criteria on there today, and we're still growing. Um, you know, they they can be sat with a client at you know seven o'clock at night when 
or the help desks are closed, the BDMs are done for the day, mm-hmm. they can place a case where they're sat with a client and then the next morning they're on to something else. Mm. So so brokers see the value as well as evidence. More, more efficiency from their yeah, point of view. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Time saving and and also the potential to earn more money as well. You know, the cases that they perhaps didn't think that they could place, they yeah, uh, they can they can now do. So the the reaction's been brilliant. When I've been with brokers, um, it's been anything from um, you know, thank you, this is great to big bear hugs that <laughs> and one broker said you've changed my life. Now that's a bit you know, I'm not quite sure of that. Well, but it's, it's <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, nice I to see that, they like that it. Probably might have been Seb Ryman again. I think, but anyway, no, that's all right. Um, so, what I mean, I think where your product fits the market now, um, Nicola, is is the fact that and we have we have this conversation on many podcasts. There are no such things as vanilla mortgages anymore. No. This, when did you start broking originally? How, how long ago? About fourteen years ago. Okay, which was you know four and a half times income. Yeah. You know, we all knew what the criteria was. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a very simple job back then, and now. Every single lender that we deal with comes with some sort of baggage of some description, yeah. um, through not necessarily any fault of their own. So that that old traditional idea of popping a couple of bits of information into a sourcing system and then finding a mortgage that doesn't exist anymore. So that's probably where your product, the timing of it, has probably yeah. been really good. Definitely, and that's and that was the that was the thing. We you know that was, it was that point in the market where we were. Um, certainly, the FCA's interim report as well. Now the FCA have recognised that there's a, a potentially a problem in the market with brokers trying to remember criteria and it not being readily available so the timing is absolutely perfect and it's been so well received yeah i mean i use it and i think the thing is it's, it's the combination of several pieces of criteria at once that you can go through yeah. and search on that that i find really useful because normally it's a case of the, the old manual route that we all tended to work was a case of that you'd have a list of the items that you knew in your head could be a problem on that particular case and then you'd have to go through them one by one and at least it immediately there you've got to cut down on times really which is good so i mean we should say at this point that other criteria search software is available but i mean what you had first mover advantage are you seeing other people now trying to move in on your idea not not as yet no. we've only got one sort of uh, main competitor in this area um which i think is a good thing really you mm. know because it offers choice and um the way the systems work are very different um to date there, there aren't i'm sure there will be because it's like anything any any new product there's always a me too isn't there you know um but competition drives innovation Absolutely. doesn't it yeah so yeah absolutely Okay, we've got a few questions that have come in from um, our uh, people who come to us on Twitter. Yeah, two or three of them. Um, And start with one of them with regards to um, this particular one is from um, this actually guy called Hannah Mohoska. Did you hear something? Quite sure. You can. Um, And his question is at Adam underscore Hosker on Twitter is, is it challenging finding all of the lenders varying criteria um, and feeding that into your system? Um, it's it, not not really. To be fair, the lenders are the ones they have logins, so they they put their own uh, criteria in um, mm-hmm. largely. Um, obviously, it works on a traffic light system, which we found um, it does fit because the answers either it's a yes, um, it could be a no, mm-hmm. yes with conditions, yes by exception, or a refer. We we were a bit hesitant about putting the refer on there because what we didn't want is lenders to say, yeah, we want to see every case before we make a decision on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, at the end of the day, some cases do need referring to an under writer and actually for the broker and for their client it's better than a no mm-hmm. so um, what we, we give guidelines to lenders on, on grading um, on how, how that should look so um, it's quite useful because uh, I, I say you know, clients want a quick no there's nothing exactly. worse than a long 
drawn out, yeah. attracted maybe, that actually ends up in a no anyway. Yeah. Just get a no early on and everyone knows where you stand. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that was a big thing for us. I, I always say the no's are really important mm, um, because you've got to get them out there because if it's not possible, we can all move on and, and you know, <laughs> go from there. That's great. Um, got another one in from Craig Parkinson as well. He's at C Parkinson CMAP on Twitter. Um, and he, he's one, of, one part of his question we've already covered, but he said... Um, is there a way in which you think you would have all criteria from every lender sooner rather than later? Definitely. That's that's our hope. We've got a team of uh, three people on the uh, lender relationship side that are working with lenders um, constantly, you know, to, to try and get it filled up. Um, I mean, I say we have almost 60,000 pieces of criteria already mm-hmm. um, and we're still not full we're still not full um, I think the um, we, we do know now we are the lo- largest source of criteria um, held anywhere in the UK which is pretty exciting for us um, but certainly we, we we want to look and see how we can engage with lenders um, that perhaps um, don't have they would say they don't have set criteria mm-hmm. and we're just working with those now to try and say okay well could you maybe say this or could you could you say no going back to the no question yeah could you say no to this so so looking at getting it filled up in in that way yeah i think that's what really cuts through isn't it yeah. certainly on problematic cases let's call them the ones where kind of it kind of fits on most things but not quite everything else yeah the, the, the ones that can either flip mm. in or flip out can't they to be honest which is quite that's the real sort of the crux of the job really i guess isn't it um Looking more widely, what sort of challenges do you see within the mortgage market in the short term, next to the two to three years at the moment, that you feel that brokers should be aware of, or perhaps they already are aware of it? I don't know about so, so much challenges um, in terms of um, em- embracing change. I think I think that the um, the retirement interest only the Rio products. I think they're interesting. Um, you know that Just this like is the, the older one that we had on our last podcast. Yeah, kind of, Charles. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Charles, yeah. yeah, and I think that's. I think this is a really interesting development because you know all of a sudden the lines are being blurred between equity release, mm-hmm. and whereas before brokers have been very, um, it's been very easy to say I do equity release or I don't, and now that they're, they're being forced into considering these so i think that is say a challenge for brokers mm-hmm. how they're going to adapt to that because the retirement um lending to retirement isn't isn't going to change you know with an aging population and the landscape as it is i think that's going to be a challenge for brokers to decide um you know do we get equity release qualified do we just look at everything and mm-hmm. and, and and i think i i see that now then becoming more mainstream yeah i guess as well it's, it's the ever widening role of a broker as well i think as, yeah. as time moves on isn't it yeah are you uh, you still broken yourself nicola have no, you no no you, no. Dropped, you dropped the yeah, baton have you yeah well yeah my husband runs our brokerage right. or at least i let him think he does right. um so, <laughs> <laughs> so yes it's uh, so we still got we the all think we're in control but, uh, yeah you know uh, but yeah <laughs> But yeah, so so the good thing is is that we we are based Knowledge Bank is based in the same offices as mm-hmm. the brokerage, and we have a meeting once a week. So we are right up to the coalface. So even though I'm not seeing clients anymore, because uh, my concentration is 100 percent on Knowledge Bank, we still know we're still relevant. We still know what's mm-hmm. going on. So, so if there's if there's a broker out there that maybe uh, hasn't heard of Knowledge Bank or hasn't quite engaged, how, how do they get hold of you? What what should they be doing if they'd be interested in this? What would be the process for them to have a trial or? Yeah, if they, if they go on our website, which is www yourknowledgebank.co.uk and they can have a look on our website and then uh, take a free trial so it's a free 30-day trial which um which gives brokers plenty of time to have a look at the system get a feel for it it's really really simple that there there are no instructions needed the big thing and you'll know obviously Mm. from using the system um it's very intuitive 
it's very if you can log on you can use it there's no training needed um, and then at that stage if they if they enjoy using it if they find it saves them time or earns them more money or both even they can sign up um, and it's there's no contract no tie-ins we want brokers oh so you can just come and go and absolutely. work after a few months that's quite good absolutely we want brokers to tell us if it's not working for them and <laughs> since we launched in September today believe it or not we've had one person that's cancelled and we're we again we, ra- <laughs> <laughs> we rang him up we were quite offended oh. and uh, he you offends know, everyone don't <laughs> about that. but that's a really good <laughs> I mean, that's that's proof of the pudding isn't it yeah, yeah well, know, he, it's the, the client retention yeah. to have 99.99% client yeah. retention is I mean, we, you know volumes. that that's it's one of those things that's a, it's a great thing to be able to say at the moment we, we yeah. can't possibly you know continue like that but actually his reason for not using it was he left the industry so we thought right. let him yeah, off that fair one enough. yeah well that's been that's been a fascinating 17 minutes um nicola and i've certainly educated myself because i'm not a user of this kind of software at the moment that's through no no one's fault other than i'm a luddite and you know if i can get away with using a pen and paper i will do but i'll (laughs) i'll I'll certainly give that a look um from here on in because i know Stuart and other brokers that use it speak very highly of it so there's something there that i'm clearly uh clearly missing out on uh we normally end the podcast with a question about your football team but i gather you're not into football yeah well you know i'm supporting england but i'm not i don't understand the offside rule i'll be honest it's uh um, you know, that's all you need yeah. to know about is var so let's have a, what, what question can we ask nicola to, to end this podcast on studio um well we talk a lot about music don't we yeah absolutely yeah um let's go for music what was the from your memory what was the first record stroke single stroke cd cassette single you bought oh wow we're gonna go there okay <laughs> right okay well um embarrassingly it was kylie um it was it was an actual it was a 45 as well i had a record player <laughs> <Proper> vinyl <laughs> just showing my age scratching away in the bedroom <laughs> and it was i should be so lucky well you are so, you have been yeah, You've proven well, it. congratulations <laughs> <laughs> um, right brilliant nicola thank you so much for your time Stu, that's thank the end you. of episode. Remind me, 12. yeah, episode twelve. Brilliant, Martin. excellent. Episode well, 12. thank you for your time. Thank you for your time, Nicola. Um, I'm sure we can have you again at some point in the future. Come back on, tell us how things are going. I'd love to. Um, thank you. And until next time, it's been yeah, a pleasure. Indeed. Um, please bear in mind as well. You can also send your questions into us at the LM Experience on Twitter at any point. We will use them in a future podcast with guests or in a special Q and A session as well. Um, in the meantime, please tell your friends, share on Twitter, and also subscribe. And we'll speak to you again soon. Thanks. Thanks, Martin. Thanks, you. Thanks for listening. And please subscribe and follow us on Twitter. And remember, there ain't no party like a highly regulated mortgage party. And your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on a mortgage or any other debt secured on it. <laughs> <laughs>